What's the first thing you think when you see someone has mastered an art or a skill? The way you react might explain why you've never mastered anything as an adult, if that's your case. Because most people assume either, one, they were born with that talent, right? And two, they must have learned it as a very, very young child. I mean, th th that's not wrong. I don't think it's wrong, but it is limiting. It's limiting you specifically. Because nobody is born with massive talent. That never, that has never happened. No matter what stories you want to tell me, I don't buy it. Because, you know, how can you have, how can that happen? You're a baby, right? So this is, it's a myth. Those stories you hear about some two-year-old that was born knowing how to do something, that's bullshit, okay? And in fact, I kind of want to tell you that to me, the way I see it, talent is nothing more than a slight edge. As long as your ego doesn't screw you over. In that case, it could be a curse, but that's a different story. But it's only a slight edge because let's use um, mu musical talent, for example. Let's say one baby is born with 0% talent for music and the other baby has talent. Guess what? That baby only has like five extra percent or 10 extra percent more than the first baby. It's not like they were born knowing how to play an instrument. It's just the way their, their, their brain is wired. It's just easier to do the first time they do it. But that our brains aren't that limited. Have you ever heard of neuroplasticity? Your brain literally changes shape even as an adult sometimes. It depends on the case, of course, and, and you know, it depends on the dedication. It depends on a few factors, but it's possible, and that's all that, that matters here. And the reason why talent works so well, the reason why we give so much emphasis on being born with talent is because of the, the major advantage that, that being born with a little bit of, ta of talent gives you. And that advantage is the confidence you get. The confidence and the belief in yourself, it's irreplaceable. It's invaluable. It makes you feel like you were born to master that skill. That's kind of all that you need to become a master of something. If you genuinely believe you were born to do it, you'll probably end up doing it. And that's why I say belief in yourself is more than, than half the battle. Because that's all you need. If you really believe you can be a master at something, then you will pursue it. But if you don't believe that you can, then you probably won't pursue it very hard. Now, will you? I don't. I highly doubt it. But my, my big point here with this podcast episode is that you can most definitely master something as an adult. A lot of people think, oh, I'm too old for that. If I were in my 20s, sometimes even younger, I could do it. But I'm 30 or 40 or 50 or 60 or 70 or 8 or 80. It doesn't matter. People, after a certain age, they think, oh, yeah, I can't, I can't learn anything to a really good level. I can't master anything. And that, that, that couldn't be any uh, further away from the truth. I mean, don't get me wrong. Starting as a child is a massive advantage. I'm not going to say it's not. I wish I could go back to being a kid and... I could master anything, obviously. When you're a child, you're full of potential. You can basically do anything you, you want. As long as you're physically healthy, you can pretty much <laughs> do whatever you want. And as an adult, of course, the older you get, the more limited things become, especially physically, obviously. 
But, you know, that, that's kind of the point I'm trying to, to make. If you're an adult and you want to master something, the first thing you got to ask yourself is, is it physical or is it mental? Because if it's physical, you know, if you're 80, 80 years old, right, 8-0, and you want to go be an NBA player, that's not going to happen. That's literally impossible because you're going to be competing with young athletes who will kick your ass, basically. So the the physical aspect does make some things impossible for you to master at, at the highest level, right? But, you know, even if you're 80 and you want to learn how to play basketball, you can still do it. You'll still improve as long as you practice, okay? It's not like your brain stopped learning. Your brain stopped having the function to develop itself to learn how to react differently or to learn how to make new uh, synapses. I think that's the word that, that you're meant to use. So don't limit yourself. That's really the point here. Because things like playing the piano, programming websites or apps, and other types of skills, just, just using your mind, I don't care how old you are. You can absolutely master it. You don't you can't, it's not, it's not just about being good at it. You can become a freaking pro at it. That's what I'm telling you here. So I don't know if you're like 70 years old and you've always wanted to learn music, go do it. You can still get really good. It just depends on how much you dedicate yourself to it. That's really the, the thing. That's the only factor here. But, you know, you have to accept that kids do have an advantage, right? Because their brain is developing and they have more enthusiasm for life as well. Plus, they got a lot of free time. Kids have all the advantage in the world. But so what? You're not a kid anymore. That, doesn't, that, doesn't, that does not matter. Not even a little bit. To you, it doesn't matter. Unless you have a kid, then it matters because you can kind of show him the urgency of using his potential. But that's a different story. The My point here is that the only difference between an adult and a child when it comes to mastering something is that it's easier for the child. That's it. That's the only difference. It's just it's easier for them. And... As an adult, it's a bit harder, but if you have half of the enthusiasm of a child, it'll be much easier if you, than if you didn't have that enthusiasm. So that's really important, you know, being really passionate about it, really wanting to do it, having an excitement for life. That's very important as well. Other than that, kids got nothing on you. And honestly, the fact that it's easier for them uh, to learn should just, it should be absolutely meaningless to you. Okay, because the only thing you need to think is, is it impossible to master this skill? Kind of like what I, what I just said about the physical skills. The only That's the only thing you need to ask yourself. Is this skill impossible to learn at this moment in my life? Is it impossible? And like I said before, if it's a mental skill, it's always possible. And if the answer to that question that you just ask yourself is, it is possible, then you kind of owe it to yourself to, to go for it. You just need three things. You need consistency perseverance and dedication all right consistency because i don't see how you could learn anything at all in the world without consistency because your brain will just forget it won't learn as as quickly perseverance because it's going to be hard you're going to suck in the beginning you're probably going to suck one year into it right or maybe not suck but you won't be as good as as you'd like to be so you really need to stay strong and not give up ever so Perseverance is a must. And then dedication, you need you need to dedicate a lot of your time. You need to be able to say, I'm really tired, I just came from work, but damn it, I really want to learn the piano, so I'm going to practice it. That's 
what you need to do. You need to be dedicated. If you do these three things, consistency, perseverance, and dedication, you got this, okay? And just think about it this way. If you want to truly master something, I'm sure you've heard of this before, you need 10,000 hours on it. 10,000 hours is literally considered the magical number. You need you need to spend all those hours practicing whatever skill you're trying to get. And, you know, I don't know if you've if you've realized how many, how much it is to practice something for 10,000 hours, but it's a lot. It is a lot. It's not enough to do it every day for a little bit, even like 30 minutes. That's not enough at all. It will take a long time for you to pull that off. Um, so at the end of the day, I guess the question here is how fast do you want to master what you'd like to master? That's probably the most important question you need to ask yourself to figure out if it's worth it or not. Because maybe it's too too long, maybe it's too much work, maybe it's too much time to dedicate to it. At the end of the day, it's really about how much you want it. So that, that should be question number one. It's the most important one. And then if you decide you want, you, you want it just bad enough, then you must accept that this is your new reality. Like th- this needs to be in your mind. Like this is my new reality. I'm going to play the piano every single day for two, three hours. I don't know. Uh, and you need to feel some weights when you have that, that thought, because from that moment onward, from the decision being made, practicing it every single day will have to happen no matter what, regardless of what happens in your mind. It, the only thought that should exist is how can I still make it happen? Oh, there was a car crash. I'm stuck in traffic for three hours. How can I still practice the amount of time I want to practice? This is how your brain needs to work. No matter what happens, freaking earthquake happened. Can I still practice? Can I still practice? Can I still practice? This is how you got to think, all right? And every single day is the bare minimum. I know it sucks to hear that because it sounds like a lot of work, but every single day is the bare minimum. If that thought is unpleasant to you, uh, sorry, but you don't you don't want it enough, and you need passion to master something. If you don't have the passion for it, don't even bother wasting your time. All right, but just so you understand how much ten thousand hours are, let's do some math now. How long will it take you to get to ten thousand hours if you start right now? I hope you're, you don't get discouraged by this, but uh, if you practice one hour a day. And I mean a day, as in every single day. No weekends off, no holidays off. Even on Christmas Day and New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. I mean, one hour a day, 365 days. So, 365 hours, right? If you do that, every single year, you'll have to practice for at least 27 years in order to achieve 10,000 hours. So, one hour is not going to cut it. If you do two hours a day, then it'll be 13 years and a half. If you practice three hours a day, that's about nine years. Four hours a day, about seven years. Five hours a day is about five years and a half. Six hours a day, four years and a half. Seven hours a day, almost four years. And finally, eight hours a day is about three years and a half. I mean, I know that sounds like a lot, but when you think about it, eight hours is like a full-time job. So if, you, if, you're, if you're able to have a full, full-time job, practicing your skill, that's a huge advantage, all right? But the one thing, and before you get too scared and discouraged by this, the one thing I want you to understand is that 
10,000 hours is a huge achievement. It's a really big achievement. Those who achieved 10,000 hours at something, they probably went on to become one of the best in the world at it. You know, think Michael Jordan or the Beatles. Then think of it that way, okay? You need 10,000 hours if you're aiming to be the best or like top 10 ever or top 20, something like, like top tier. That's what you, that's what you need 10,000 hours for. But let's say you just want to be amazing at something, like really good, above average, enough to impress some people. I mean, you can cut it all, you can cut all those those hours or years, whatever you want to call it, by half, okay? So inst instead of practicing eight hours a day for three and a half years, you do it for less than two years. So that's not as bad, right? If you do 5,000 hours of something, you're going to be pretty freaking good at it, okay? So... What I really hope you were able to learn here is that mastering something takes hard work, consistency, and dedication. And one important detail that I absolutely cannot forget to mention is that you can't just mindlessly practice. It's not it's not just 10,000 hours, you know, hitting the same piano key, obviously. You have to always think um, about what you're doing. You have to think how you're practicing. You have to think that the better you practice, the faster you'll improve. And that if you practice wrong, let's just call it wrong. If you practice in the wrong way, you probably won't, you'll probably be wasting your time, to be honest, because you, you should always practice your weaknesses, right? And then you should try to, to make sure your strengths don't slip off a little bit. You need to make sure your strengths stay your strengths, and then you need to work on your weaknesses. And... A good example of this is, let's say, let's, again, using the piano example, let's say a, a person, they just practice the same song for 10,000 hours, all right? They'll probably go crazy, but that's what they did. And then a, a, a different person, they practiced different songs, different ways to play the songs, different pianos, different styles, just different everything for ten, for, for 5,000 hours, not, not 10. So they did half of the time of the first person. So... Who do you think is the better piano player? Except for the one song that the first person practiced. Obviously, that one song, that person will be the best player of that song on the history of Earth. But the second person will be the better piano player. And that's really, that's really logical, right? Because the second person adapted themselves to whatever. They tried different ways. They tried different perspectives, different experiences. All the first person was super lazy. They just said, I'm going to play the one song every single day, a bunch of freaking times until I'm good. It, you have to be mindful of what you're doing. You need to pay attention. You can't just be someone, you know, that isn't thinking and expect great results. If you're not present in what you're doing, good luck with that. All right. So when you try to master something, try to focus on one specific detail at a time. That's the best advice I got for this, because if you're learning, let's say, for example, if you're learning to play a song, identify the, the hardest part, the one where you struggle the most, and then focus on that one first. Maybe repeat it a hundred times. After that's done, you'll probably feel comfortable with it, right? And then you move on to the rest of the song. And once again, if you find another part in which you're struggling more, isolate it, practice that one specifically, master it, and then come back to the full song that's how you got to do it that, that's how you got to do it you got to basically have the awareness to see where you're lacking where you're making mistakes where you're having a hard time all right and other than that you just got to be patient and remember that 
nobody masters anything without time, without a lot of time and effort. And, you know, other than that, always believe you'll be good as long as you keep practicing. This is key. Just believe, oh, I'll be good. Because in the beginning, it's hard to believe that because you're so bad, like you can't do anything right. But it's impossible. It's it's important for you to, in the back of your mind, be your own cheerleader and say, "Yeah, we suck right now, but why would we? Why would we be good? We've been practicing for 20 hours. And just keep telling yourself that until you see at least some level of improvement, because that will be encouraging. Once you think, "Oh, I used to suck at playing this song. Now I play it effortlessly," that's a different story. You'll feel more confident and more encouraged to keep going. And, you know, obviously uh, the best uh, way to actually learn is to is if you can hire a, a personal tutor or a coach or a mentor. That will obviously make you learn and improve much faster. Maybe you don't, you don't even need 10,000 hours uh, because, you know, they will know best how you can learn the fast, the fastest, essentially. And not, not only that, they will be able to give you clear objective feedback on what you need to improve on. It's very valuable, but if you can't, at least do everything else I said. And that's about it for this episode. I hope this was helpful to you. And that's it for this one. And I hope to see you again on the next one.